Hey, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say this journey is so much more fun with a bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. Hello, my built to be you friend, and welcome back to this week's episode. I did my bla- my best, words are hard, to kind of play with the audio here because I am currently sitting in a two-bed, two-and-a-half bath, over a thousand square feet townhouse that is completely empty because your girl is moving to Colorado. If this is either your first episode, first time interacting with me, hi, my name is Michaela. I'm a nurse by degree, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, and I'm so happy you're here. But right now in this season, you probably push play on today's episode because there's something in your life that you're downplaying, something that you're pretending doesn't really matter, but you're super duper excited about it. You're just not sure how to fully show up for it. And I think that there's so much power in owning what you want and being unapologetic about the pursuit to get there. And sometimes that comes with this new level of authority and certainty within yourself. And as I am sitting here and I'm in this empty house, I remember two years ago, I was looking for a new place to live here in North Carolina. I knew that I wanted to move out of an apartment. I wanted just a bigger space. I wanted two bedrooms. That way I could have an office for podcasting and business and I could have a bedroom and, you know, just space for Lucy girl and I, my dog, if you didn't know, I have a dog named Lucy. She's literally my best friend. Um, (laughs) And I had found this one apartment and this apartment was located near this lake here in North Carolina. Um, And And I was like, I want it because of the location of it. And it just really didn't fit in my budget. I would have had to compromise on some things in terms of like amenities. And again, it was a trade-off to not be in a house, but rather be moving into another apartment. And that was something I was trying to get away from. And I never really understood the power of like manifestation and calling your shot on what you want and really looking for in life what you're attracted to or what you're excited about until I would say like that's like the verse, the first like visceral feeling that I had of like, I want to live in this area and I'm going to make it happen. You know, this might not have worked out, but if not this, then something better. And one of my favorite podcasters, Keisha Fitzgerald, the host of Empower Her podcast says that a lot. And it just resonates so deeply with me because a lot of times, you know, as you're looking for something or as you're pursuing something and you get down on yourself because maybe it didn't work out right the first time, or, you know, you didn't get the job offer or you didn't get the house that you were putting offers in on, or I don't know, any other parallel that you could insert there when you were pursuing something, but it didn't go the way that you had imagined it in your mind. And 
I remember that I was like, oh, okay, like, I guess, like, I'll try and find a different location to live. And then one of my friends sent me this townhouse and she was like, oh, like, you should check this out. I was like looking at it and literally, not even kidding you, it was less than a mile away from the apartment that I was super excited about because of the location. So it was still right on a trailway that, you know, connected right to the lake. There was still a lot of great running trails. It was still close in proximity to like downtown. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I am so stoked about this. So fast forward a couple of years and I was getting ready to do kind of the same situation in Colorado. I had been renting a furnished room for about six months for my travel assignment and I was ready to kind of find a place of my own once I was sure that Colorado was a place that I could see myself staying for a little bit longer term. And I remember... (laughs) Me and one of my best friends and now a roommate, we were like, okay, these are our non-negotiables. Like these are the things that we're looking for in a house. And if you are in Denver or you're local to Denver or you've ever tried to rent in Denver, the housing market there is ruthless. Like you got to be on Zillow 25-7, refreshing, 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 refreshing in order to like find what you want and not be like the 500th person in line to go look at it or to like do a showing. So my roommate and I were like looking at all these houses and as soon as we find one we want, it like is already taken or as soon as we message them like, oh, somebody else is already coming to look at it. And it got a little bit discouraging. And so we were just like started to like drive by houses that we saw listed on Zillow and we're like, okay, like what's it look like from the outside? Like what's the location like, you know, cause all those things are really important when you're thinking about your living environment. I swear I'm going to get through this story here in just a minute. Um, and then we were like, feeling a little bit defeated. We were sitting there eating lunch and something popped up on Zillow. And I was like, wait, Sav, like this was posted 45 minutes ago. Like, let's call them. Let's go stand outside the house and like, tell him we are here. We want to look at it. And I can't tell you how grateful I am that we didn't settle on a house that wasn't up to our standards because of scarcity. And there might be a time in your life where you can remember a moment where there was something that you really, 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 really wanted. Maybe it was a job. Maybe it was a house. Maybe it was a person that you were really excited about that you wanted to like interact with or be in a relationship with of any capacity, friendship or romantic. And you were too afraid to ask for what you wanted or ask for what you needed and be apologetic about that pursuit that you closed off all of the opportunities that could have came your way had you just said, this is what I want, this is what I need, and I'm not afraid to say that out loud. And I actually have kind of been in this back and forth with myself of am I asking for too much? Am I too much? Like, am I enough for this opportunity or am I enough for this person? And when those feelings of scarcity and doubt creep in, you can let them, you know, you can let them sit there. You can allow them to pass. You can allow them to be, you can reflect on them, but what you can't do or what I don't recommend doing is allowing them to have a chokehold on you, allowing those negative thoughts, that negative narrative to keep you paralyzed where you're at. And, you know, even something as simple as the ask for a PTO day or a vacation week or a couple of PTO days, it's like, we're so afraid. You might be so afraid to ask for it, what it is that you need or be all unapologetic about your ask that 
you just say, oh, never mind. I, I won't take the vacation. Oh, like, never mind. Like, if I take the vacation, then, like, I'm leaving my coworkers short. And you spend so much time thinking about other people when you're making decisions. And I was listening to a podcast the other day and a quote that I heard was when people write out what a good life would look like, they forget to write challenge in challenge being, um, hard conversations, the challenge being asking for what you really want. The challenge being owning what that ask is. And I think a lot of times it comes from a place of, I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. And when those narratives are playing through your head, your mind is a meaning creating machine. It's going to look for all the reasons to validate that for you to say, oh, look at that example. That's why I'm not enough. Oh, look at that past scenario. That's why I'm not enough. Where instead, if you flip to, I'm worthy of this ask. I'm worthy of a house or an apartment or a significant other or a friendship or a job that I am so fucking jazzed about, that I am so excited to show up for, that I am so unapologetic about what it is that I want. And I think often, at least from my own personal experience, that feeling of not enough comes from inadequacies that I see in myself. And I actually remember having this conversation with one of my friends the other day. I was like, but like, why me? Right? Why me? Like, why am I the person for this role? Why am I, you know, the steward of this vision? Who do I think I am leaving full-time travel nursing to build a business that I'm not even sure what it looks like? Like, do I really have what it takes? And I think it's so important for you to hear on the other side. Like, I'm sitting here in this empty house with pink beads on that I found from probably 10 years ago. And I don't have it together. I don't have it all figured out. I don't have the confidence every single day and every single moment. But what I do have is a toolbox that supports me in those moments of doubt and uncertainty. And, you know, it's funny because I made this podcast called Built to Be You back in November of 2021 or September of 2021. I don't know. 2021 sometime. I think September was the very first episode. Actually, yes, it was September. Anyways, doesn't matter. Point is, is three years strong. This podcast has been going. I've been recording episodes. We have like 175 episodes here in the Built to Be community at this point, which is insane. And I remember the very similar feeling that I had when I launched my podcast. Who do I think I am? What stories do I have? Who's going to listen? And now I have this beautiful community, you listening as one of my Built to Be You besties, that we literally reach all across the globe. And if I would have let that doubt or that fear shake me when I, you know, hit publish on my first podcast episode, you wouldn't be here listening to this right now. And my question is often when I catch myself in that downward spiral of why me, why the hell not me? Why not you? Why don't you believe in yourself enough that you can have the life that you imagined? But you have to write the challenges in too, because the challenges are what change you. The challenges are what force you to grow. The challenges are where the magic happens. And oftentimes when you think of that bigger picture or that bigger vision or that ask, you think about the end feeling and how good it's going to feel, but you forget to think about 
all of the road bumps along the way, all of the things that might shake you, all of the people who might doubt you, all of the moments where you might doubt yourself. And again, it's just equipping yourself with the tools in your toolbox to change that narrative, to shift that thought, to energetically be a mother freaking magnet for the lack of better words. Because when you vibrate at this level of certainty and confidence, you can attract absolutely whatever it is that you want in life. But when you are closed off and you're not willing to go through the challenges and you're not willing to do the work, the universe isn't going to deliver. The universe is not going to show up in such a big, powerful, magical way because you're showing acts of fear and scarcity. And I recorded a a podcast about this a couple of, probably like a month or two ago now about surrendering and just the art of surrender and how when you surrender, everything comes at you tenfold. And ever since I really started to buy into that narrative, I see examples of it in my everyday life, in the smallest moments and in this season specifically where it's like, I surrendered to the chokehold that the financial side of travel nursing had on me and just like the quote unquote job security that travel nurse had on me. And once I surrendered to that scarcity and I said, I am so abundant, I am open to, you know, whatever opportunities, whatever visions you like choose me to steward universe. And as woo woo as it sounds, they have chosen me. They have chosen me to steward so many incredible opportunities, new discovery calls, you know, getting to work with new coaching clients, new um, money-making opportunities. And I just, I get like a full body, like, holy shit, what is happening feeling when I really sit down to like connect the dots. So I want you to just take a moment to reflect on maybe a season in your life where you actually decided to just like let go, quit creating resistance and just let life unfold. Just let things happen. You know, really ask for what it is that you want. Really call your shot on what it is that you want. You know, maybe it's starting a podcast. Maybe it's starting a business of your own. Maybe it's, you know, a new job opportunity. Once you say that out loud and you own it unapologetically, the universe is going to say, yep, I'm coming for you, babe. I got you. I will deliver what it is that you're asking for because you vibrate at this level of certainty that not many people will. And it's this fear and this scarcity of, well, if I say it out loud and then it doesn't happen, that might mean that I'm a failure. No, sis, it does not mean that you're a failure. It means that you're willing to call your shot on the things that you want and be unapologetic about them, even though you don't know the outcome. And when you become so detached from the outcome, you really start to feel in and buy into this narrative that anything is possible for you, that you are capable of so much more than you give yourself credit for. So this is my big hug and my big pep talk from me to you in my empty townhouse here in the state of North Carolina that I will only be, quote, living in for the next 24 hours, not even, that you got this, that whatever you want in this world is not too big. It's not too out of reach. It is just enough for you. And I know I talked about this book in the last episode, but the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. It's such a powerful reminder that if you don't act on your desires or your dreams or your needs or your wants, you're going to let them pass you by. And when you think about a life worth living that you are absolutely freaking obsessed with, it means that you have to ask for what you want. It means you have to be unapologetic about that ask. 
So where are you holding back? Where are you playing small? Where are you dimming your desires out of fear and scarcity? My friend, call your shot, call it proud, call it bold, and call it loud. You don't have to tell everybody. Just tell one person. Heck, tell me. Slide into my DMs at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore and let me know what it is that you're manifesting in your life. What it is that you're calling your shot on. What it is that you're telling the universe, hey, I'm ready. Show me what you got. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.